You are listening to the System Save Me podcast, episode number 224. Today, we're going to be talking about how to scale your membership to a million dollars in 20 months. So stay tuned. Hey, I'm Jordan, and my business love language is efficiency, because who doesn't want to sip pina coladas on the beach while your business runs on autopilot? We're here to help overworked one-woman shows become streamlined solopreneurs. And now with over 150,000 downloads, this is the System Save Me podcast. Hey, hey, y'all. I'm so excited to bring this guest to you today because what she's doing is hella impressive, okay? I think, you know, anytime that you are able to scale your business to a million dollars, honestly, for me, it's impressive, even if you're able to do it in four or five years. And she's done it in 20 months. And I think you'll be able to take away a lot, even if you're not building a membership per se. So I don't want you to run away. Just if you're not into memberships, you can still absolutely take the practices we're going to be going over to really, again, scale your business in a really simple way. Y'all know that I'm allergic to complicated. So I'm so excited to have you meet Miss Chrissy. So how are you doing today? I'm great. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yes. So much nerding out and geekery about to go happen. So I'm super excited. But first, tell us a little bit about you and your business. All right. So I have a couple brands and we'll be talking about one of the brands in this episode, Systems and Scaling to a Million in 20 Months. But my background, I'm a registered nurse by school trade and just didn't love that and wanted more time freedom, wanted more financial freedom. And so that just started me on my journey of exploring entrepreneurship, Uh, fell into network marketing, hit the ground running there, was building my team with that. And then I'm always about, you know, perfect with systems and process because I'm always about trying to make things easier and more efficient for myself so that I can grow bigger faster. And so that's exactly what I did trying to build my network marketing team. I set up a systems for business training. I set up a systems for product education and it blossomed into its own business in and of itself, serving this very specific network marketing company, the community in there. And that is the business called Grow Workspace, which we've built a subscription-based service with over 6,000 subscribers, over 11,000 customers to date. We've only been around for two and a half years and we hit a million in 20 months. Yeah. So we provide marketing material and business training for that very specific network marketing business builder. Did you follow all that? (laughs) I mean, it's so impressive. I mean, like if you aren't like totally, I mean, and I love that you started out as a nurse, like, and that is, you know, I don't want to say super opposite because I think there's a a thread of like wanting to help people Mm -hmm. in both of those arenas. However, like, you know, I think it's always fascinating to me when I hear like where people started or like what their, I don't know, vocation was before. Uh, Cause yeah, I study journalism and I'm doing tech processes. So here we all are. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I have no business education, no MBA, you know, I didn't take classes about marketing or anything like that. So it's all self-learn. And I want like, if you're listening, you're obviously listening because you're hearing this message, but (laughs) as you're listening, just remember, like you don't have to have gone to business school. You don't have to have formal training in these things. You are capable of taking the path that you want to take and learning the skills that you need to learn and getting more knowledge and going for it. 
Yep, absolutely. So again, we are going to be really focusing on the marketing system specifically that you use to scale your membership to a million in 20 months. And really before, you know, you really started to put a focus maybe on your membership one, like what were your business models? If you had multiple of them um, before you started your membership, and then why did you decide to go the membership model route? Yeah, we started off the bat with membership and we did that because of the recurring revenue. So again, my background, you know, starting in entrepreneurship was more network marketing. And so that residual income from someone purchasing something over and over and over has just stuck and been ingrained in my head. So when I was like, okay, we're going to provide business training for people who want to build this business. How do we, we want it to be membership because we want to be getting money every single month. And so what do we do? What do we create to make sure that they want to keep coming back every month? And so I had put together this business training and I was like, people are not going to pay monthly to just continue to get access to this training or they're going to go through it and then they're going to cancel their membership after they're done with it. And so I was like, we need another piece. And I partnered with my sister on this business, this specific brand. Yeah. And so everything I can't do or I'm not great at, she could do. So we complement each other very, very well. And so I was like, Claire, we need to figure out what we can add in that will keep them coming back month after month. And so that was new content. So new marketing material. So subscription, think why are they going to want to stick around? Why are they going to want to pay every single month? What can I offer them that's new or ongoing? Maybe it's just access to yourself and people just want continued access to you. And so that's why they're paying. Or maybe you are coming up with a new digital product every month or, you know, what is it that you can offer that will keep them coming back month after month? So we started it from the get go with this brand. Nice. I think that is really crucial for you to, and again, people have changed their business models all over the place. We don't even want to get into how many times I've changed mine. However, I think there's something to be said about stepping back and really assessing what is the best business model for you instead of like just trying, you know, and shooting in the dark a little bit, but really being intentional about how you're going to build your business in that particular model. So with that being said, let's dive into the juicy stuff about kind of how you started to market your membership right off the bat. Yeah. I mean, plain and simple. We told them what we had and we knew they would want it. So I had built a community kind of beforehand. So I had this Facebook group and community that I could leverage. I built it not even really knowing what that this would be a product and a service that we would be offering to them. But when the idea came through, like, oh my gosh, this is a business that I can do on my own. Let's leverage this community. So what we did, you know, our strategy, our marketing strategy was we created a freebie because again, this is a Facebook group. I didn't collect emails. You know, I didn't know that I would want emails at the time. So I was like, great. I have all these people in a Facebook group that are paying attention and I need to collect their emails. So I created a freebie that I knew that they would want that would lead them to the subscription. So again, network marketers trying to build their network marketing business. So my freebie was a 90 days of income producing activities bootcamp. And so it was a checklist for the bootcamp that they could download. So the marketing strategy was, hey gang, everyone in this Facebook group. And it was a mix of people who are just interested in the products 
that this network marketing company had and then also business. So I said, I need to pull out all the business people from this because I don't want to keep marketing to not people who aren't interested or they're just going to want to leave the group, right? So there was a strategy in that. So created this freebie and said, Hey, anyone who's building a business, come download this checklist. That was how I captured their email list. And I said, hop over into this Facebook group and we're going to focus on the next 90 days to building or giving you income producing activities to help you build your business. And so we pulled about 8,000 people out of that Facebook group into our email list almost instantly. That is incredible. And I just want to say that like, again, I don't even have an MLM or network marketing business, but like, that's a very juicy freebie. I will say like 90 days of income producing activities. Like who does not want that? Like that's super specific. And like, as somebody who wants to grow their business, that sounds like magic. Yeah. And that's the whole strategy, right? Of you. So someone's going to trade their email and information for this freebie. You have to make it really good. You know, so whatever it is that you do, what is something that you can give away? That's really, really good, really, really juicy. So it's going to be an easy, oh heck yeah. I'll give my name and my email address to get that freebie. Yep. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. All right. Now what was next? So we had them in the 90 days group and then we really strategically and intentionally picked this 90 days of IPAs because every single day that we gave them an income producing activity, there was a deeper training in our subscription-based service in the business training. And so we gave them a little bit in the freebie. And then we said, if you want even more on how to, you know, reach out to prospects, we've got a full training on this very topic in the subscription, you know, inside Grow Workspace, come on over. And so every single day they got the little snippet of training and we directed them, if you want more, come over here, join this membership. And we priced it so dirt cheap (laughs) that people could not say no. We literally launched the subscription service at $4.95. What in? Yeah, crazy. (laughs) So here's the other thing. You can do one of two things. You can price it low and go for a lot like large numbers at a low cost, or you can go for a high cost and you'll have less, you know, potentially probably have less people. And so we were like, okay, where is our audience at? They're in network marketing. There's not a ton of income, you know, money for them to have to get started. Yeah. You know, they really want to make extra money. So they don't have a lot of extra money. So a low price point to, to jump in was really where we needed to be for our audience. And we said, we're just going to go for the masses and try and get thousands of subscribers to make a large amount of money, then price high. So we did it dirt cheap. So literally it was a no brainer. Everyone jumped in and then we offered so much content that people just kept talking and talking about it and telling everyone else. And so everyone was just jumping in. And then after two weeks, we upped it to $6.95. And after four months, we upped it to $14.95. And that's what it's been. Um, and it stayed at. And they just keep getting more and more and more content for that price point. But, you know, with everything happening now and, you know, potential recession and all of that, because we have a low price point, people have stuck with us through that. Yeah. And it is monthly recurring in the sense of there's no like annual contract or quarterly contract like people can up and leave whenever. Yep. So we offer a monthly option and then we do offer an annual option and they'll save three months if they opt for the annual option. So of course, if they pick annual, they're kind of locked in for that year. They've already paid for it. 
And the other thing that we do is we offer a free week trial. So we give them seven days to poke around, check it out. And then the conversion rate for that, you know, is about 80%. They do the free trial and they stick on. Wow. So again, like what are the little things that you can do in your strategy to get more people to jump in and try it? And then what are the things in the strategy that you're doing in your process and system that will keep them around? Yeah. So people just jumped in like crazy. And so that we just had that system of when they download. And so then we basically made it evergreen. When someone downloads that checklist and does the 90 days, that automated email process where we send them the little bit just directs them over to Grow Workspace. Have you been dying to create a VIP day or virtual intensive offering, but are stuck in overthinking everything? You love what you do and how you support your clients, but lately it's become, well, too much. You may even be hitting your monthly revenue goals, but you're left completely exhausted. Yeah, been there, bought the t-shirt and the mug. Good news, I've built my virtual VIP day bootcamp that walks you through the nine steps to create and selling a one day virtual intensive. Grab the podcast only pricing of $37 for this two hour training plus tons of bonuses to build and sell your own one day virtual intensive. Since 2016, I've completely replaced monthly retainers with one day virtual intensives and VIP weekends. So join me and stop dealing with the late night slack pings, lacking control over your own calendar, chasing invoices, explaining scope creep again, you catch my drift. Head on over to systemsamey.com slash pod bootcamp. That's P-O-D-B-O-O-T-C-A-M-P and grab the goods. All right, back to the episode. So then with that, it was really just a play of getting more people to that freebie. And so then did you post it in Facebook groups? Did you do Instagram stories to get more people to that freebie? Like what was your initial plan of getting more and more people into that freebie email chain? Yeah, it was posting on social media, leveraging, you know, the group that I had and for, we didn't do ads for our solid first year maybe even a year and a half. I can't quite recall, but it was for a while. I would connect with leaders in that company and say, you know, Hey, if you want, I can come in and do a live to kind of explain what Grow Workspace is, how it can help them with their business. So we did that. We gave away some free resources, you know, on our social media, just so we were providing marketing content for them to learn about and promote products. So, you know, we'd give them snippets of this is what it looks like. This is what you're going to get access to. Here's, you know, half of a class we created. If you want the whole thing, come on in. The other thing that we, you know, would do is that with the subscription service, they don't get access to everything that we've created since the beginning of time. They get access to a handful of marketing materials. So if you're, you know, a business coach or something and you've got a couple, you've got a, you know, vast supply of trainings that you've done, you could give just a little bit for them to get started in your membership site. And then the library grows as they continue with their membership. 
And so that gave us a couple opportunities here where we could go back and sell new people. So people that join today, we can go back and basically sell them the last two years of memberships. And we give it to them at a really discounted price. So they're not even paying maybe what they would if they had been a member, but it just provides us the opportunity to almost everyone that comes on. It's like they're paying as if they were a member from the beginning of time. Does that make sense? Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah. So there's opportunity for them to get that past content at a discounted rate, technically from a, like, if you had been a member this whole time, you would have paid more for it. But because, you know, you're already a member and we want you to have access, whatever, it would be at a different price. Right, exactly. So it's like, hey, you join now at this price point and you get, you know, this pocket full of education and training. And we know you've missed out on the last two years of training. So if you want to purchase that, you can add it on to your membership. Hmm. Okay. Nice. That's really sharp. I wouldn't have like thought about that like off the bat, but I think that it makes sense because it's giving them access to stuff that you've already created, right? Like in your art, you're creating new stuff every month, but to just let that older content not be, you know, repurposed or resold would seem kind of silly, but like I would never have thought of that. <laughs> yeah. And there's a couple things that, you know, people can get really overwhelmed if there's too much. Yeah. So yeah. it helps the people that can get overwhelmed easy. There's not a ton, you know, we call it their workspace and not a ton in their workspace. You know, might call it a library so they can just kind of dip their toes in. But the people that really want everything can take advantage of that. And maybe, you know, it's really just thinking about your business and what you offer and what your client wants and needs to have quick wins and to be successful. Do they need the whole library right off the bat? And so if so, price it to where it needs to be. If they don't and you can drip it, maybe everyone starts at the very beginning of your training. And so the content in your membership site gets dripped out to them. You know, that's another option. So it's really just thinking and being intentional about what is your business? Who do you serve? What do you serve? What do they need? <laughs> you know, and how am I going to give it to them to structure it all and to set up that system that you need to put in place to make it all work and flow? I'm loving all of this. And so with that, and what I love about it is honestly the intentionality, because I find that a lot of people just do things to do them. And that's just not even how my brain works. I'm a very intentional and strategic person. I don't do anything just for kicks. And so I appreciate that you have that same intentionality in what you're building. And so with, you know, that first year, really just focusing on the organic buildup, then what was it that made you want to say, let's get some ads running? Or was it you hit a certain milestone, you wanted to amplify it? Was it, you know, a suggestion from someone else? Like, why did you make the switch? Was it because you weren't going to be able to hit your next level of numbers? I'm just super curious. Yeah, the ads was, is we've brought in so many people and I know we're missing a ton. And I always teach my students this, and I'm big on this, building a business that supports the lifestyle that you want. So I didn't want to be going out there and doing all of the hustling and, oh, let me do all these live talks in these groups. And then I have to schedule that and it's going to take up my time. So it was like, there's so many more people out there to reach. If I can spend a dollar and make two on ads, why wouldn't I? And I had to get over this mindset of, you know, I was kind of stuck in a couple of communities that were all about organic growth. And, you know, no ads, no ads. And I was like, 
what? Ads are great. I <laughs> buy off of ads. Why wouldn't I leverage ads? Like, of course I'm going to do ads. So it was finally like, okay, like this is next level. Like we want to get even more serious about reaching more people. So let's start ads. And so we really just started with a video, you know, a short video hitting on the pain points of our ideal customer. We know them so, so well, what their pain points are and what they want and that our service provides. So we created, you know, hired someone to help make a video for that 60 second video um, where we hit the pain points and we tell them how we're going to solve their problems and we promote the free trial. Again, so giving them something free is great, whether it's a trial in your membership or it's a freebie that then leads them through a funnel directly into your membership site. So for this ad, our first ad, it was just the freebie and we had people signing up for left and right. Of course, I'll try it for free. And then they liked it so much. And in that week's time, we had a daily email go out. So this was a system that we had in place to explain about this part of the membership, how they could benefit. And the next day was, you know, dive into the classes. This is how you can use them and how they can benefit you in your business. You know, the next day, this is the community that you now get access to. Have you joined yet? There's thousands of others in there, you know, willing and ready to help you. And so we had that system in place to really teach them about what they were signing up for or had signed up for in that free week trial. And so people just stayed on. That's the gist of that one. And then it was like, okay, let's, that ad's working great. Let's test another ad. Let's take that freebie that worked so well in the very beginning organically and let's put it out there and see if that can help. And people, you know, our, you know, cost per lead is, I think it fluctuates between like 55 and 65 cents or something, which is really good. Yeah. So my ads manager tells me, <laughs> she's like, that's really good. I'm like, great. <laughs> right. As long as you say it's good, it's good. So yeah, I would love to know what, um, how your team is made up now. So you mentioned I'm ads manager. You have your sister partnering with you. Who else do you have to help support you? Yeah. So in the beginning it was just me and Claire. And then we had a photographer cause we needed product photography was involved and neither of us could do that. So I was more the content creator, the face of the brand marketing, you know, and then she was design website and would take all of my ideas and make them beautiful. She had a, not a formal graphic design. She was an interior designer, but very creative and artsy and knew how to use all those programs. So we complimented each other well and just had the photographer. And then it was, okay, we want to free up more of our time. What are the things that we're doing over and over and over and over again that anyone else could do for us? All right, checking to make sure people are members and adding them to that members Facebook group and removing them if they cancel. It was like that was the first thing that we were like, we need to have someone else take care of this because I'm doing it after I put the kids to bed, you know, at night when I want to be watching a show with my husband. So hiring someone support a virtual assistant um, to help with some of those tasks and help respond to emails. So we have a virtual assistant. We have still have a photographer. It's changed. We've you know used a couple different ones, but I have a photographer. We have a graphics designer now. So the you know what Claire was doing in graphic designs, she now oversees that person. We have a content creator. So I created the content. You know now there's someone that does that, and I kind of oversee them, and we all work together. We have someone who kind of manages the product projects, kind of oversees everything. 
there's I think that's, and then our ads manager and then we have someone in another market so we've expanded so that's another thing you know can you expand into another market in your industry and so we've expanded into Canada so we have someone else over there double checking our content to make sure we're saying the appropriate things because that's important in you know the space that we're in so we have her we have a translation we translate our content into Spanish so we've you know have a translation company that we use for that so we you know I don't have quite the team growing <laughs> behind the scenes, but it works. And along the way, we've tweaked the systems that we've used for, you know, there's a lot of hands in creating one set of marketing material. There's the content that has to be created. Then there's the, the images that have to be taken. Then the graphics designer has to take the content and put it on the images. It has to get uploaded into the system. It has to get sent to translation. And so all of these little pieces, it's certainly evolved over time. And the system is never perfect. I don't know if you can relate to that. Like it, there always seems to be something that can improve. But as long as you are actively trying to improve your systems and process every step of the way, you're doing it right. You know, it's like in the beginning, you start with whatever you know how. And then when you run into a snag, you're like, okay, this needs to be more efficient. This keeps falling through the cracks. So we need to create a little bit better system in this area so that it doesn't fall through the cracks. And I think just as your business grows, as, you know, membership increases, as your team grows, you have to reevaluate the systems and process that are in place to see if they're still working for you. I think there are a lot of businesses, solopreneurs or that have now small teams and then they start growing rapidly and they don't consider the changes into the systems and process that have been working for them. And it's almost like their business breaks. And I was just talking about this with my ads manager recently and we were both talking about like, it seems like a business breaks a few times so you have to redevelop your systems and process in order to level up and go to the next level. Yeah. That's so true. Like it, you know, a system that works for a while and then you bring on one team member and then all of a sudden it's like, how, what? Like we were doing just great. It just worked, but, or you hit a new milestone and you have, you know, way more members coming in or whatever the case is. And you're like, okay, we've hit, you know, we've hit the peak of that system and we need to tweak or adjust or bring in a brand new system, whatever it looks like. So I think that's good that you brought that up as well. And I would love to geek out for a few minutes on the tools that you use in your business, because obviously we are all about all of the systems, all of the tools. And so let us know, yeah, like what you're using for email marketing or for all of your sequences and anything else that you use to, to make your membership run. Yeah, we use and love Kajabi. Oh yeah, me too. So we use that for everything. We use that to, you know, hold our content. We use that for email marketing, for, you know, the funnels that we have, whether it's dripping out or scheduling our emails. So we just use their platform. We were not tech. I'm still, I do not consider myself techie. So I needed a all-in-one system to use and that, that was it. So we really have an expanded you know, much beyond integrating really anything with Kajabi, it does the trick for us. So we use that for our, all of our email marketing in order to stay in communication with the team. Because again, there's a lot of hands in the pots and things moving around. We, we use Google Drive um, and we use their documents and we use their spreadsheets. What I love about those is that people can be in there working at the same time and it's real life. You can see what's changing and what's happening. And actually I just 
just noticed this feature on Kajabi because it used to happen a lot where we'd have to text each other and say, hey, are you in this class? Because I need to go edit some things and be like, oh yeah, I was working there. Okay, let me get out because you would save over someone's changes if you were both in there. Well, I just noticed that I was in there and someone else was in there and we knew we were in there because I was, she was having me check something. And all of a sudden I got this notification that said, someone has made changes. Do you want to reload your page? And I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Now I'm not going to resave over someone. It's literally telling me. I was like, that was a new feature that they added. Love that. But so that's why I love Google Drive. And then you can tag, you can add little comments to notes for the team. You can even tag them so that they get an email saying like, hey, you know, attention to this. So we just kind of love Google Drive for that. And then monday.com is another one that we know. I know a lot of people use monday.com or Asana or Asana, however you want to pronounce it. (laughs) But we use monday.com. I have a love-hate relationship with it because I am not the most organized person. So systems and processes really important for me because I am not very organized, but at the same time, it's really hard for me to stick with using it. So I would say that the team uses it a lot more than me, but we have worked out our process and system to where I don't have to be in there all the time. So again, like thinking about your business, like what am I good at? What am I not? Do not design the process in the system to have you doing something that you absolutely hate and don't want to do all the time, right? Figure out the process and system that allows you to do it and use it in a way that works for you. And I think, again, that is what is so important is not only building the business model to match your preferences and what you want in your life, also matching the tools that you use. I'm a big proponent of simplicity with tools. Like, you don't need to go out and be using Entreport or like all this fancy stuff, like keep it nice and clean and doable with yourself and your team. Just because you use the fanciest systems out there means absolutely nothing about how productive you will be or how efficient you'll be. So I love that you've kept it absolutely super simple between Google Drive and and Kajabi. And I think, again, people overthink this a lot. And as a systems person, again, I love to tinker with tools. That does not mean that I'm out here doing the crazy stuff. So awesome. And so again, if people want to get in contact with you or get connected or whatever else, how can they do so? Um, Let us know about your freebie link. And I'm assuming I already know what freebie link it's going to be, but you can share whichever one you want. Yeah, absolutely. So on social media, I'm the Chrissy Chin, Facebook and Instagram. That's even my website is thechrissychin.com. So you can find me Instagram, Facebook, and then just through my website. And then the freebie that I have are the five steps to building a killer email list that converts to sales. So we touched a little bit on it here, but you can download that process and really get the fine details, a little bit more of what we talked about here and how you can apply that to your business. Awesome. Awesome. And we'll have all the links for that um, in the show notes and the podcast description. So again, thank you so much, Chrissy, for coming on the podcast. You're so welcome. I had so much fun. Thanks for listening to the System Save Me podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes or send a screenshot on Instagram while tagging us at System Saved Me.